Welcome to the Quack 12 Podcast, the most official, unofficial, Oregon Ducks podcast on the web photosphere. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Quack 12 Podcast or visit our website, quack12podcast.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us five stars on your listening device. And if you'd like to support the show, please visit the Quack 12 Patreon page, where for a measly $5 a month, you can become an official Quacky and unlock hundreds of hours of Oregon Duck content. On to the show. Quack. 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 Corn. Quack. 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 Corn. Quack. Twelve and... Ow! I am your host, Adam Jameo. I'm Aaron Schroeder. That is right, and this is the Quack 12 Podcast, the most official, corn sure. unofficial, Oregon Ducks podcast on the web, Footosphere, and Aaron. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, good. nothing. All right. Uh, well, no, see you later. No big news. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a short episode. Uh, not much has happened. We caught you up last week, as That's we right. all know. Um, this That's is, right. uh, uh, you know, the uh, Quack 12 podcast. If you'd like to help us out, the best way to do that would, first of all, be over, go over to Apple Podcasts, all right? Find yep. Quack 12. Give us five stars. Leave five. us a little comment. That's a free thing you can do. And if you really want to be a good guy, gal, or them, then go over to the Quack 12 Patreon. You can access that through quack12podcast.com for a measly five bucks. You get hundreds of hours of duck-themed content. That will be wonderful to listen to. Now, the interesting take, I would say, on this podcast, not only do we go crazy in-depth yeah, to our conference opponents, to our teams, to ourselves, to our souls, with uh, guests like Hitler Day, James Voss, so many. Oh, the prophet. So many people. Oh, absolutely. So many people. So many wonderful guests. Uh, so many in-depth episodes. Also, the a unique thing we do on this bad boy, all right, is we have me. I care way too much about this sport, about mm-hmm. this team. Yeah. Aaron, you you are still but but a babe, but a baby child when it comes well, to college football fandom. Would you say so? Uh, I, I mean, if you're saying I have yet to grow into fandom... Uh, then yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, but I mean, when we started this bad boy, you didn't even know what a Pac-12 was. But That's now, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Now I imagine you can you could run through all those schools. We're familiar with them, yes? Yeah. I will say that I would never have known in a other life that Deion Sanders is the head coach for the Colorado Buffaloes. There you go. See, and uh, so so that has happened. But and <laughs> but Aaron, I'm uh, also for the Buffmen this year. I'm so stoked for their season. I can't wait to see it. I love well, Deion Sanders. I think he's an awesome dude. Well, what can I say? Um, I, he is, and he's. It's wonderful. He's in the Pac-12 for now, Aaron. The thing that I find interesting about mm-hmm. us, about our dynamic here as a sports podcast where one person is only so-so interested in the sports, is that 
sometimes the news will you know not not get to you when it may have gotten to another college football fan. And so, Aaron, I would like to break to you on air right now. And you can watch us on YouTube to get Aaron's true reaction. Aaron, the Pac-12 is fucking dead. Yeah, okay. That's what I expected to have happen. Mm-hmm. The Pac-12 has been murdered in most so, brutal fashion. I would say very much like Julius that? Caesar. Well, okay. I don't see... Do you know why he was murdered? Why? I think he, he get, well, I guess they they were murdered for two different reasons. Because Julius Caesar was getting too much power. He It was becoming like, you know, it was almost like ah! a George. Huh? Well, yeah. This is my understanding. What's that? Julius Caesar wanted to disperse the wealth evenly amongst all of the citizenry and break up the land. So that everybody has a fair amount of land. But the Senate, those were the landlords. Those were the people, the bankers. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they were like, Caesar's getting crazy. <laughs> so they murdered him. We're also a history podcast. Well, <laughs> this was a and little bit different. And you can find Oregon Duck history episodes over on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash quack 12 podcast. Quack in time, baby. Um, well, this is slightly different. This is more like you see someone already beaten up on the side of the road, and you see like, hey, he's got some nice shoes, and I bet he's got a wallet full of some money. I would like that. And you go over and you shank that person, and you take them and rob them blind. That's kind of more of a situation like this. Aaron, as of right now, there is no Pac-12. There's not even a Pac-10. There's actually a Pac-4. But in- four. But in 2025, not we're going to no, do a 20, whole season. 2024. <laughs> like, That's what I meant. We're doing yeah, the whole season. We are doing this season, and this right. is like. And it won't matter for shit, basically. I would say it's the most meaningful Pac-12 season ever. Oh. I, In my head, the way I'm building this in canon is that this is for our all the marbles. Because even after this season, yeah. the, I think the pac the Pacific Conference will still exist in some form. Brother, mm-hmm. I said it once way in the distant past, and I'll say it again now in the more relevant future. Bring back the PCC. <laughs> I mean, dude, we are not far off. I mean, it is It is. Let's go talk. There. Let's grab Montana. This is how much I've learned about college sports. Aaron. <laughs> is that this yeah. used to be the PCC. Yeah. And Idaho Montana used in. to play with us. Yeah. Yeah. And Idaho. Can we don't want Idaho. They can <laughs> say. Aaron, the problem is you keep saying we, as in we are part of the Pac-4. No, 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 Biddy. We're the ones that killed it, my man. <laughs> are we the Oh, so we are the landlords. I told let, you we're the bad guys. I told you we're the bad guys. Let me tell you the story of the death of the Pac-12. Oh, okay? God, yeah. Let me get my uh, story shocks on. Okay, it I'm is ready. mainly a story of incompetence, I would say. Um, I th- there's a wonderful athletic article. In general, uh, go subscribe to the athletic. We're not even being sponsored by these, all right, fools. But if you want some wonderful college reporting, that isn't the Quack Twelve. Um, athletic is actually having a great deal where it's like fifty cents a week, so two bucks a month. They do wonderful stuff there. You're supporting great writers. 
over there, they have a wonderful article about the death of the Pac-12. And I think they put it very succinctly when they say apathy, um, total just, uh, I guess, like almost negligence and just ineptitude. And honestly, uh, rich white CEOs <laughs> just came in and killed this bad boy. And it only made me double down the fact, like my true belief, my true belief that any major organization, you could take the hardest working person a hundred rungs down the ladder, someone who's really got some some gumption, put them in the CEO spot, and over, it's either running the same oh. or better. That is my true belief. I did. I just watched a video. It was a lady who. Uh, it's a TikTok, and it's just this lady who, like, is executive level, has worked at all these different companies, mm-hmm. and she goes, here's the one thing that you need to remember is never have imposter syndrome mm-hmm. because the people you're walking into rooms with are mediocre at best. I fucking agree, my man. <laughs> it's their agree. assistants who are doing all the actual hard work. Exactly. So that, and I was just like, damn. I love this lady. Any CEO assistant could could would be better off as the CEO. I'll, I'll right. double down with that one too. But so my <laughs> man, it all happened. Larry Scott, all right, in 2011, I do believe. In 2011, Pac-12 was on top of the world. Okay, we just got this guy, Larry Scott. He was like the CEO of like women's tennis. Like he he was very. That was his deal. He came in, his job was to wrangle in all the Pac-12 presidents, get them going the same way, make us money, get yeah. the TV deals. That's really what those, pre- you know, that's really what the commissioner is all about. Getting sure. everybody money, getting everyone on the same page. Getting paid. Absolutely. That's how you run a business. You have to get paid. That's, well, someone should have told these clowns because at a certain point that didn't really enter their head. So things started off where it was like, Actually, Pac-12 was was really big in bank. They were making so much money. They were actually showing off, like showing up against the other conferences, the the arguably better conferences, SEC and big. He made quite a deal in 2011 by using ESPN and Fox to kind of bid against each other. This is also at a time when big media companies were willing, more than willing, to overspend. To sure. get these rights, because they were just, they had the money to overspend. Well, and and they were going I, for it. Yeah, I don't want to digress too far off here, and I'll just simply mm-hmm. say, uh, they're still doing that. They've always done that. Well, yeah. Well, in this, every specific... media company is like, oh, we'll we'll spend a whole lot, but we'll just say that we're making a whole lot anyway. Well, it does it does resemble like kind of like the streaming model that we have now. That's what like, I'm talking about. Yeah. In theory, it's like, oh, yeah, tons of people are watching this, and and we don't need ads, and this and this and this. But then, like, it's there's a very clear bubble where they're like, yeah. oh, wait, we're not actually making any money. When things right. went to a movie theater, it was very clear someone had to go, one ticket, please, and yeah. that money went in your foot. Streaming. When the shareholders are- stopped caring about <laughs> a viewer count, 
Yeah. That's when you know you're in trouble. <laughs> Dude, when the CEOs of the Pac-12, or when the commish started caring about viewer count, that's when we were in trouble, too, I'll tell you mm-hmm. that. Because, so we were getting buco bucks from ESPN and Fox. Uh, they were happy to pay us. We actually, you know, at, at a certain time, it's like when Stanford and Oregon were on top of their game, and, and USC, it's been a while since they've been really as dominant as they should be. Yeah. But certainly Oregon was pulling their weight. The pack was looking good. You know, even Washington made it to the playoffs. Um, where it all started to unravel here is Larry Scott got the idea where he goes, no, 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 no. We don't need, we don't want people paying for our content and then they get it and then they get to show it. No, we want to own all of our content. We want the whole hog, and then we want to own the thing that distributes it. The Pac-12 mm-hmm. network. Now the sure. Pac-12 network, and then is you up. license it to other. <laughs> that would spaces. be a good idea. That would be a good idea. The problem was there was no actual deal with another distributor where it was like we got the Pac-12 network, but then ESPN they're going to pay for some or Directv. That right. never happened. So we were just paying to kind of distribute our own thing, to have our own network. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but the actual teams had, you know, a decade, decade plus, decades, whole histories of not being very good football. Right. <laughs> of not being fun to watch. Um, and, and it got to the point where, you know, I'm going down to Medford, Oregon, a place where there should be plenty of Beavers fans, plenty of Duck fans. I'm going to, you know, any number of sports bars to try to watch their annual game, you know, the Platypus Bowl, whatever you'll sure. call it. You can dead name it if you want. To go watch that huge game in a place where, like, it meant a lot, and no bar had it. No single bar in Medford, Oregon, had the Pac-12 network. And I Well, think- because it's a part of a—see, I have it. Mm-hmm. On Xfinity, yes, because I pay for the most expensive cable package, exactly. which is just like a ridiculous fee that no one should be doing. It's a bad exactly. idea in general. Cable should be sixty bucks, and the fact oh, that, that it's true. not drives me insane. Well, I mean, and there's more cord cutters too, right? And like. All this thing is right. changing. Still, the so, money as of this moment so is did they, with did Fox they create, or ESPN. So did they create a streaming app for the Pac-12's games that you could watch, like, a database of old games, and you could watch live games, and well, it's got it, it all is, of them depending on where your IP address is located? It is an interesting one where it's, it's the Pac-12 network, which is either, like, you either had to... If you were a cord cutter, you still would have to go, like, sling... And then add, you know, an expensive port a sports sure. package on top of that. Or you had cable, and then you were adding more yeah. to it. Like, right? That's how you would have gotten it. And with seven channels actually divided by region, and then the seventh channel was just kind of and, and you know they would show old games, they would show historic things, mm-hmm. but it's it still felt lacking. Uh, and certainly, if you weren't a fan of the Pac-12. I mean, the biggest games are on not the Pac-12 network. Yeah, they're on Fox. Yeah. Fox and ESPN would pick apart, like, those ones and take them for their product. And so anyone not 
in that footprint and many people who weren't weren't even buying the Pac-12 network. And so it just it was a failure and it was actually built on the model Larry Scott had this idea that it's like oh we're not even thinking that's thinking about just American viewers that's chump change. Pac-12 is good at Olympic sports, right? So what if around the world people are subscribing to the Pac-12 network cuz they want to see Stanford volleyball? Well, none of that shit played out whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It, it mm-hmm. was a complete failure. And in actually, it was I a believe- giant hype train that he oh, built. Yeah. Like every good CEO, just yes. blabble a bunch of bullshit out of your mouth for a while. Okay, so that's our commissioner. Yeah. How did well? So what did Oregon do that made this whole thing go bang bang? You're dead. Oh, I'll get there. There's there's so oh, many. Shit, steps. There's more. There's okay. so many steps. Okay. So. That's where we're at with Larry Scott, right, back in the day. In 2015, actually, he almost got a deal with DirecTV to kind of help the Pac-12 network as in, you know, like, like that's what we desperately needed, even right. then. Um, but actually, the presidents of the Pac-12 network, for whatever reason, there's a number of reasons they could have said this. Maybe they were already thinking sabotage. What do you they mean shot presidents? That, the presidents of each school, each member oh of the school. Because that's that's basically what he's doing. He's he's trying to reel. So in the these board, the board. Yeah, that's a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah, um, they shot down that Directv deal for whatever reason. Wow, right? they should have. I mean, they're like, so, we're not getting enough nut off of this for our own pockets. We hate it. That's basically what it is. So we didn't get that done, even though we desperately needed to. Uh, cool. Your average. Great. Your average Pac-12 fan didn't really care enough. If this kind of thing would have happened in other conferences, it's very possible they would have called for their own individual president's head, you know, because it's not on TV. But in the Pac-12, hey, we're chill. You know, it's West Coast college football. And and they were cool with Larry Scott. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, when you've gone for all of history. Mm Mm-hmm. And your fandom is restricted to radio or going to the game. <laughs> it's kind of hard to give a shit about this streaming thing that now is going to cost you extra money when you've been indoctrinated into a way that works. <laughs> yeah, It's not as big as these suits want. You know, they want giant mountains, but mm-hmm. they didn't, I think they failed to realize that, yeah, most people on the on the fucking West Coast are like, I'm fine with this hill, though, guys. Like, yeah, it's I a mean, great view. I can see the mountains. They're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people, you know, and even then, attendance was going down a lot of because the product was bad. Yeah. And so, so the money situation was well, bad. I also have to ask. And I don't know that we'll have the answer right here, right now, but I would love to see national averages of college attendance. You know what I mean? Because it might, attendance being down might not be a, we're bad at sports. It could also be people aren't going to college as well, much as they used it's, to. It's not, it's attendance for college football games are going over, like lower all throughout the country. Okay. Um, and it's mainly because you can see it on TV. Uh, prices uh-huh. of tickets are also going up. Interest right. in football in general in the younger generations is going down. 
But I think yeah. that's mainly the reason. Okay. But if you're a good winning program, usually that's enough to get people there. But college okay. football, as you will see, really breaking down the death of this conference, is no longer really even concerned about the people in the seats. It's it's concerned about the TV money. That is where the TV money is where most of the money's coming, and that is that's all we care about right now. We are willing mm-hmm. to cut any team's throat for that TV money. Unbelievable. Larry Scott really went in, full in on this Pac-12 network idea. Not only that, but their quarter, their headquarters were in San Francisco, some of the most expensive real estate in our country, mm-hmm. and uh, he was paying himself, you know, millions of dollars to run this failed network. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just truly living a one of those terrible CEO lives that you hear about. Mm-hmm. Eventually, finally, should have happened earlier. This is why you can also point at the presidents for the death of this conference. Because uh, they were just too apathetic. They should have, you know, put his ass to the fire earlier. Um, they also took this gamble with him in a way. But eventually, they fire him, all right? And then we get George Klyavkov. Oh, uh, man. Talk yeah. about, like, the joys of letting a dumbass run the company so that you <laughs> all get to make a bunch of extra money. And then whenever it's, like, over, you just get to can him and keep going. Well, it's like, it's not even. it's not even, like... They were making more money because Larry. They are literally making less money because Larry Scott is there. Oh, like, they made less. Wow. Okay. Then they could like Pac-12's revenue per team was just going lower and lower and lower and lower, or or falling behind. I should say, mm-hmm. Big Ten, SEC, even the Big Twelve and the ACC. So it's getting to the point where it's actually like. If any school were in a different conference, they would be making more millions per year because of the TV contracts as opposed to the Pac-12 network. Now, George Uh, Kleafkoff, he comes in. He's got a hell of a job. His number one goal at this point when he came in, get a TV deal. The rights are coming up. You know, like we need... Because the the deal that Larry Scott came uh came out with that got us that three billion, um it is there that's ending, and we need a TV deal so yep. we can you know not <laughs> so we can make some freaking money so we can catch up with the other ones. Now, weeks I believe within George Kleaf getting the job, big news comes out of the SEC, Texas and Oklahoma. Right leave the Big 12 right, and go to the SEC, making basically immediately an even bigger super conference for the SEC. Big yeah. 12, they lose a whole lot of money. They lose a whole lot of fan interest. They lose a whole lot of everything with that move. Oregon should have taken that – or sorry – the Pac-12 should have taken that as a as a big red flag of like, holy shit, we got to do something drastic, whether it's ad teams, whether it's being especially aggressive uh, in the TV deals to try to like just like we need to do something drastic is what they should have taken out of this. Instead, instead, my man, Big 12, even though. Their contract with ESPN, I or yeah, I believe ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, theirs lasted a year longer than than the Pac-12s, and even though 
I've been told this. I'm not a big economics market guy, but I've been told the smartest thing to do business-wise would be to let your contract go to the open market. And so multiple people can bid on it and you yeah. get the most amount of money. The Big 12 did something that was seemingly a bad idea business-wise, ended up being a really smart idea. They just went to ESPN and went, look, we know our deal isn't, isn't up yet, but we want to renew it right now. Whatever you're going to give us, just please, like we would like that amount of money. Thank you. They re-upped their deal immediately. They got about, I, I have a hard time remembering all these things, but I think about like 30 mil per school. Bing, bang, okay. boom. More importantly, they got their TV deal done. All right? Right. That, now, so they were happy about that. Suddenly, the Pac-12 is in a situation where they're like, okay, the schools know the other conference is making like 30 mil. Big Ten's making like 60 mil. Mm -hmm. SEC's making like 50 mil per school. Pac-12 needs to make a deal. Not only that, though. ESPN now has less time slots to sell because they right. just sold a bunch to Big 12. I was just about to say, as they watch yeah. companies go with other schools, you're slowly just not having options anymore. ESPN's off the table now. Yeah, basically. Where's the, or ES where's the money? ESPN's in a position where they're like, we don't need your whole product. We'd like certain parts, but yeah. we'd also be fine without it. Like, they're now coming from- We'll just put you position. on ESPN3. Yeah. And we'll give you barely any money for it. So right. now, George Klyavkov, the fire's even bigger for, like, you need to find a deal. This is your job. This is it, man. He's going everywhere. He's going through so many press conferences of, like, of just so much bullshit where he's being like, oh, we got a good deal coming up. Don't worry. This deal will put everyone else to shame. It's practically already done, but, you know, mm -hmm. we're just having fun. Like, literally lying saying shit like oh well we were gonna have the deal done but then colorado hired Dion sanders and that makes us even more valuable so we wanted to wait now it's like that is a bald-faced lie <gasps> to the point where yeah because he was hired a long ass time ago well like well it, it worked well this is when he was saying it is what i'm saying like this uh, is how long ago it was wow then it gets to pac-12 media days which was like a couple weeks ago and there's still no deal. Mm -hmm. This is this is like bad news. Reporters are asking him straight up, like, "Is there a deal coming?" And he'll be like, "Oh, we're very confident, and uh, this is good. We we didn't want to overshadow Pac-12 Media Day, so we didn't want to break that news. But yeah, 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 it's coming. It's it's still not coming. There's still." A whole lot of that was the thing we were waiting for last week, right? Is there exactly. a big announcement? We we needed it. Yeah, they said, oh, there will be an announcement. Well, the announcement did come out. Um, did it come out on Tuesday? Right. Days after that, actually. Sure. So, so right. we didn't even need to wait. Uh, the day Now they're going to be like, because they were able to procrastinate for so long, they'll be like, we got 60,000 clicks on our website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had over 100,000 unique IP addresses. Stock yeah. value should be delicious. Exactly. Going Netflix <laughs> style, just shouting out numbers that just you're not going to confirm. Right, just numbers. Yeah. And oh, so boy. it's coming now. We're getting meetings, all right? Uh, oh, no, first thing that happens, actually, the meeting is about to happen. It's already been talked about, like, Basically, I believe it was 
reportedly the Arizona schools were like, motherfucker, you need to tell us how much we're going to make, like, now. They, they put a deadline by, like, August 1st, they believe they said. Like, you mm-hmm. have to tell us. Before that meeting happens, boom, Colorado leaves the right. Pac-12. They go to the Big 12. They have more history there anyways. Immediately they oh, make Oh, Deion Sanders, ju- yeah. he, like, grabbed a team, jump shipped over to his buds. He's like, yeah. no, we're going to go hang out with my buddies over here. I mean, for all we know. Scuttlebutt is when Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma and went to USC, one of the reasons why he went to coach you at at USC is he already knew USC was going to the Big Ten. Same thing, probably not, but could have happened. The only reason why Deion Sanders went to Colorado is he knew they were going to the Big 12. Probably not the case, but possibly. So let me leave it here. Colorado, they go to the Big 12, so already – that is, even though they're a bottom dweller, if we're being real, in the Pac-12, right? we just lost another school. We lost three. We were at Pac-9. We lost Deion Sanders' star yeah. attraction. Supposedly one of the reasons why you were like, oh, we're holding this up because right. you know, we know we're more valuable because we got Deion Sanders. Now you don't got Deion Sanders. Right. You don't he got the Denver left. market. You, know? you, got, you don't got Colorado. So now they have this meeting, and Arizona straight up said, yeah, we we want to know because Big 12's offering us. Big 12 wants Wow. Us. Yeah. And supposedly the way it went down, because a lot of this information's coming out now. Right. So they're about to go in there, and apparently, oh, I love this moment, Oregon and or Washington, the presidents, hold, grab Arizona on their way in there and go, yo, 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 look, this shit ain't going down. All right. Pac-12 is dead. Oregon and what? Me and my best friend Oregon and Washington here, we're already going to the Big Ten. It's already fucking decided. Like they they straight up apparently told the Arizona president, "Fuck this, man. It's done." And so that is the president of Oregon said that to the president of Arizona, or the president. It's it's still vague. Where they're like. Oregon and or Washington presidents did that. And supposedly, here's here's a little more scuttlebutt for you, a little more rumors. I'm for supposedly, it. Supposedly, Oregon wanted to stay in the Pac-10 or whatever it's going to be called. They liked the idea of being a big fish in a little pond. Sure. Especially when the playoffs are, you know, like they want a 16-team playoff. If you win the Pac-12, you're in. So right. why challenge yourself, you know? Like, it's it's easier. You can do it. You can be the big dog here. They'll bend over backwards. People were even saying if this deal was, was going to work, then they would probably have to give Oregon and Washington more money than the other schools, you know? Yeah. But Washington, Washington's president supposedly had a one-on-one with Oregon's president. This feels like a fucking reality TV show. Yeah. And they had a one-on-one, and they said – Look, man, this conference is going to die. We need to go to the Big Ten. Let's be real. College football is fucked. Let's get on the last lifeboat is kind of what they're saying. And so they go in there. George Klyavkov finally reveals the deal that he has, which is an interesting one to give him credit. It is with Apple TV. Sure. Smart. Apple. I was I already so. telling you this that Apple's doing interesting things with analytics. 
live during the game where they yeah. show percentages and bullshit like that. I, I think, I think in theory, you know, it's it's not a bad idea to start pairing yourself with streaming services like that, um, specifically because it's very niche. Them. Yeah, cable's but it's also dying. very West fucking Coast. Exactly, isn't it? Apple TV. I mean, I have an Apple TV. I love Apple TV. I fucking, I would. I'm gonna watch it on Apple TV. But we're not in it. So who gives a shit? Yeah. Well, so what the deal was, was 23, reportedly, $23 million per Uh school, which is lower than everyone else. But there was incentives built in, kind of like their MLS package, where every million or so viewers or subscribers specifically, you would get more money. Now, it would have taken, it likely still was a bad idea. I was about to say, if it's going to cost extra money on an Apple TV that I'm, for TV Plus that I'm already spending money for, I don't do add-on purchases in video games. I won't do them in my streaming services. I don't do Hulu with HBO. No, thank you. And they were saying, like, 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 George Klyavkov was trying to sell this as like, no, you guys aren't getting it. Like, if we really get people to subscribe to this, if we get, like, 5 million subscribers... God, he's become a fucking... He's become a creator on TikTok. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. If I just get get... 5,000 followers, guys, I can start going live, and then you're going to get to see all kinds of great content. I've got eight... No, I've got seven teams now. I had eight. I only have seven now. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm getting a report in. No, I have six teams now. I have six teams. But, um... So that was the idea. It, like, like fucking Sunday Ticket or whatever it's called. Like, the NFL package has 2.4 yeah. million subscribers. And he's trying to get, like, 5 million. But if he would have gotten 5 million, like, in theory, we'd be making more money than SEC, than the Big Ten. Like, in theory, it would have worked out. But the problem with the Pac-12 network was no one sub- was subscribing to it. So right. I don't know how all of a sudden. But so that was the deal. It is an interesting one. Moot point, because it ain't fucking happening. I mean, and so Oregon and So Washington, that deal's done because Pac-12 doesn't exist. Yeah, Pac-12 doesn't exist. It's it's literally. So that comes out next day, I do believe. Oregon and Washington announce officially we're going to the Big Ten. Now, they're going to the Big Ten, but for significantly less money than the USC and UCLA went. Because they got full shares immediately, which is about, I believe, you know, maybe wrong, about well, $60 million a fucking year. Which is- That's fine. We're going Ooh. into a league that probably has far more corrupt leaders and players. <laughs> players in the business side of the game. I don't mean players on the field. Let's yeah, not get yeah. this mixed up. Those guys are, they deserve money. But... I'm sure we're going to get to play with a lot more Nike money by being able to bend those big rules. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, this is, again, this is, like, why we sold our soul to this wonderful little bobblehead I got over here, Phil Knight. That's um, right. Is because, like, this is why we're able to compete. Um, so who's our competitors? Who else is there? So USC and oh, UCLA we'll, hold on. both. We'll, okay. we'll get into this. Hold okay, on, okay. Buddy. Sorry, sorry, so, sorry. So we're not full shares, all right? Sure. Instead of the $60 million, we're starting at about $30 million, That's which is eight more than we were getting, right? We were at $22 mil? 
I don't know what we were exactly in the Pac-12, but it probably was a, li- a little less about the same. Um, that being said, it'll go up every year, and in, and in 2030, we're getting the full 60 mil. Probably and just imagine more. what kind of bonuses and perks you'll get once we start like whooping ass on other teams, Hell and yeah, all of a sudden the viewership is like, bang, 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 bang. Exactly. And so, um, yeah, and so that's the deal. The other thing you got to factor in, though, is the amount of travel that we're going to have to do is going to cut into that $30 million real quick. So, mm-hmm. y- you know, if we weren't a ridiculously wealthy program, uh, knock on wood, Phil Knight never dies, um, then we would be in quite a bit of trouble. But Yeah, luckily, I'm we sure we have money. a benefactor out there somewhere that could easily uh, – <laughs> Let us, you know, utilize a private jet that could be written off for tax purposes. I mean, that's that's basically what we're doing, but we <laughs> we still got to pay, you know. Yeah. Um, so, oh, oh yeah, we have to pay. <laughs> you get it. You get it. Now, so we bail. The second we bail, everyone smells just blood in the like. This shit is dead. So you, well, we bailed with Washington, right? Yes, hand in hand with Washington, and that which is pretty like, pretty interesting, right? Like our well, most hated team. But no, I mean, come on. What have we learned about everything in America? You give people two things, and then they get to like one of them, and they get to hate the other one. It's always yeah. the same thing, though. <laughs> it's always the same thing. That's true. It's not so, two things. It's one thing. So, or so it yeah, it's always. Sense. <laughs> and where the and. Once UCLA and USC bailed, we immediately became the two schools that were the money makers. Oh, yeah. Let's be honest. They had to cater to us. Now, right after we bailed, Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State all announced they're going to the Big 12. (laughs) Golly. Yeah, they're like, peace. Um, I believe for a reduced share. Uh, sure. I think Colorado got the full share uh, it's because like a, they went before the date that Big 12 said. Yeah. It's like uh it's like the draft. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, like, yeah. And this and this school is going to Big 12. Yeah. <laughs> they picked us apart like all these other conferences. There's even talk about the ACC on the East Coast talking about interest in Stanford and Cal, which makes Oh. No fucking sense. And that actually raises a great point, is a lot of these uh, programs that we're going into, they really have to be thinking about time zones and when games will be airing and in what markets. And travel time, yes, all these things. Because, Absolutely. yeah, they're going to have to schedule all these extra teams. So does that mean seasons are about to become longer? Um, people have actually speculated that, but With I don't less... think so. Okay. I think it'll I mean, be the we same have, name. we have, yeah, it just doesn't make, it seems like you'd have to add two games because yeah. with, you know, I mean, soon we're literally going to have two leagues and then that's how the playoffs will be decided. And so you'll have to play a bunch more games because you'll need to compete through teams. I don't know. Well, not we'll find out. I mean, we're just part of the conference is what it comes down to. Uh, and so what it comes down to, mm. it's this. 
the the only teams in the pack right now, which I, I guess there's less and less point to talk about it since we're not part of it, but is Stanford and Cal, who a lot of people are still talking, there's still potential for, for someone wanting them. And then the the true unfortunate losers of this, which my heart really truly Utah? does go out to them. No. Nope, they're in the Big 12. Washington State and Ooh. Oregon State. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you know, though, I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it out loud and I'm going to say it on this podcast and nowhere else. They're kind of the Danny Bonaduce's of the Pac-12. You know <laughs> I mean, what I mean? Yeah. Kind of gross yes. little kids that don't like to bathe, so you gotta you gotta write into the script, soaks in tomato juice, just so that you can get in to get the stink off. I mean, anyway, he said it first. <laughs> now that's so fucked up. I said that. I mean, so it's like they may join. There's a lot of talk, but they may actually join like the Mountain West, the Pac-12. Or the pack in the Mountain West may join forces. But that's their own thing. I'll tell you this, and I, I kind of need this to happen to feel all right. Oregon and Oregon State, supposedly, Oregon's president says their goal is to continue to play Oregon State every year uh, in every sport as a non-conference game now. The tricky part is... That would require them either paying a bunch of money to back out of contracts in the near future so that instead of playing, say, Boise State, we're playing Oregon State. It also means that we're basically giving up a home game every year because you only get so many. And if you're adding a home and home against a non then it just means you're going to get one less. And so... I see, because it's non-conference, so... Yeah. Might as well go play on their field. Or it means waiting like eight years or whatever until we can finally get Oregon State in there. So there's a precedent. It has happened. Like Georgia and Georgia Tech aren't in the same conference, and they play every year. Colorado, Colorado State, same thing. But it it is depressing. Same with the Apple Cup. They want to play Washington Wazoo, but they're not sure if they can. Well, this is what it is then. Mm-hmm. I've already solved it, and it took me zero minutes to do it. Oh, well, there you go. It's a little something I used to enjoy back when I was, like, in the fifth grade, and we called it Field Day. <laughs> <laughs> and what I suggest is that we find some spot halfway between the two towns where mm. there is a large enough park that we can compete in all sports Throughout the day, starts at 8 a.m. It goes until 8 p.m. You'll have a two-quarter football game. You'll have uh, a quick three-on-three basketball tourney. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Little track, I mean, that sounds like what schools field. would do, and that has nothing to do with college football anymore, apparently. Um, and nor should it, but we should keep <laughs> the tradition alive by... Coming together as two schools, torn apart by bureaucracy and evil men to celebrate our kinship in the love of sport. <laughs> I think you're right, buddy, but I mean, truly, it is a sad day for me. 
I love, I mean, obviously I love the Pac-12. We have a fucking podcast called the Quack 12, which by the way, we will not be changing the name of because whatever conference we're in, that becomes the Quack 12. We're in the Big 10 now? We're in the fucking Big 10, man. Okay. And so there's obviously more than 10 schools in this conference. As of right now, there are uh, 18. Jesus. <laughs> and who are the ones that are the fiercest competitors? Is Bama in there? No, that's SEC. I'll okay. let you, I'll give you a little hint because I want because I got I got we got after this commercial break, we got some fun to do. Biggest competitors, Ohio State, which Fuck we em. just beat for the first time. Oh, ever. but we already knew all this as well, right? Because that was the whole deal with the mascots. Exactly. On the thing. They actually broke the mascot. Brutus the Buckeye actually was ahead of all this and broke the news. How funny that's is that? That's dope. It's dope. I mean, that's what social it. media is for. That's yeah. where everything you dump everything there early to tease it mm-hmm. because then it's going to get the viral thing happening and people are going to be talking about you and that's clicks and then that's percentage points and then that's shareholders. But like, you got to admit, it's pretty fucking funny to break that big of news. I love mascot. it. Yeah. I think... I think what's great is we've just sealed our rivalry candidate. Whoa, hello. I didn't really mean to do that, but that's fun. Um, uh, you know what I mean? We oh, Ohio ju- State I definitely hate, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be our new rivalry because, like it or not, the enemy of your enemy is your friend, which means we are now like this with the Huskies. We're partners we're the new kids. We have to watch each other's backs. We have to stand back to back while we go and decimate. It is unfortunate. It's time because, for the Pacific Northwest yeah. to like claim some property. <laughs> I mean, I am slow. I still hate Washington, but I am slowly. You can't. They're filling in that Oregon State slot a little more when you're in Big Ten country, and all of a sudden, you're oh, like, dude, well, I certainly have more in common with Washington than these fucking. Clients. Yeah. There's a campfire, and we're both sitting at it, and we're looking out into the expanse of just nothing but hordes of Gannon's worst enemies. I mean, it's true. Worst, his fiercest, our worst enemies, Gannon's fiercest compet- combatants. Well, Aaron, <laughs> I mean, I am Zelda. certainly, I am, I am bummed. I would be lying though. If I didn't say I was excited, it feels like the Titanic is sinking in the water. Yeah. And yeah, you're sad because all those people died. Oregon State's the guy who fell on the flipper in the movie. Um, but we're on a lifeboat and we're on a really good lifeboat. And actually, the lifeboat's going to take us to Titanic 2, uh, which is a mm-hmm. lot better, I hear. But it's still sad. You're still watching this historic 100 year old conference. And it, and it really goes to show you that college football is just like, it's it's just going to turn into NFL Junior, which is sad. But um, we'll get into this sadness yeah. for many, many weeks coming up here. This and is the I final think, Pac-12 season ever. And, yeah, you know, I think, I, I think you probably already understand. You already know this, but I'll just say it out loud anyways. Uh, I don't care. I think it's actually – I wish that it was just starting this season. They were just like, real quick, we're going to delay the season by two weeks. We're going to reschedule everybody, and we'll pick it right back up where we left off. 
Well, there you have it, folks. Like old. Now we really got a commercial break because yeah, I yeah, we yeah. really got some shit to talk about. But uh, right. we'll be right back, listeners. All after right. these messages. Aw, what's wrong there, young sports fan? My life is falling apart. My family left me because I won't shut the fuck up about my favorite team, the Oregon Ducks. What you need is to join the rest of the flock at the Quack 12 podcast. Sounds great. Is it some kind of drug? Will an eighth be enough? Because I'm chosen really bad. No, it's not a drug. It's even better. It's the world's greatest Oregon Ducks podcast. So do I snort it? Visit quack12podcast.com to find free weekly episode and links to the Quack 12 Patreon. I'm sold. Who needs a family with drugs like this? Quack, quack. And we are back on Quack listeners with Aaron Schroeder. Not quite in studio yet, but what can I say? Uh, I just want to take a moment to, to, to really express how bummed I am about the lack of, I mean, Pac-12 has meant a lot to me. The Pac-10 has meant a lot to me. Um, it is a sad day when these corporate greedy overlords fuck us over like this just so they can make a few more million dollars. But, um, so so I just wanted to, to shout out to you listeners that, you know, I, I especially ones that are just swearing off college football, I just wanted to say I get you, you know. Uh, I wouldn't blame anyone who is just done with it all because it, it is it is sad. What can I say? It's sad. I'm I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, there you go. Two different sides of the coin. Now, Aaron. Yo. Let's get onto this hype train then because I get what you mean, why you'd be excited. Not, like the amount uh, – like literally for this podcast's numbers – it's a good thing because the Big Ten gives so much, even the worst schools give so much more of a shit. The average fan, the average person, probably because they live in a terrible corn world where there's nothing else to do. But they care so much more about college football and just the rivalries and such. And I'm excited to get a bunch more haters and followers and friends and, and interviews. You know what I mean? I was about to say, what's going to be the most fun is getting to meet more podcast people yeah. who are doing shows for their teams. Because to be frank with you, I kind of got tired of all the old guys. They're yeah, kind of boring. Every the only ones one I'm guys. excited that we still get to talk to uh, are USC. I'm stoked for it. Hmm. Interesting way to <laughs> diss so many of our past guests, but... Uh... <laughs> Teach their own. Yeah, I mean, you. It's funny. Look, if we, they don't like yeah. me. USC people, they seem to get me, so that's if, okay. If you, um, <laughs> if you, if we play Oregon State every year, it is like, oh, so we're playing Oregon State, Washington, USC, UCLA, um, Arizona. No, no, we are not anymore. But if we are playing those schools on a regular basis, it'll we're still feel. Them. It feels like the Pac-12 still, almost, you know. So, <laughs> but I guess let me. I got I got something fun for us, Aaron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I, I was just going to ask really quickly: Did Chip Kelly get fired? No. Still oh, kicking. I hope he does. Still kicking. No, he's still in our conference. Okay. <laughs> now, um, so my man, I figured we would do a little scouting report. Yeah. Uh, and and I figured I'm not going to change this 
Because why not? We still have a segment. Might as well use it. Bottom 11. <laughs> That's right, folks. It's the Bottom 11 Big Edition. Because I, I, this is the new Bottom 11. Yeah, there's more than 11 schools. It's going to still wanna, Yeah. I still want to call it the Bottom 17. Yeah, whatever Bottom 17 doesn't seem to have a, a ring to it. Maybe we should call it the Big Bottom. Oh, it? baby. Okay. This is the big yeah. bottom 11. And um, we can kind of cook up like a little faux queen song. One where we won't Big get bottom sports, you make that rockin' quack go round. Good enough. Bing. There you go. Bing. Aaron, I wanted Yo. to do the West region, and I did it in order of how they finished this season, this last season. Um, West is significantly worse than the East. The East has like... Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State. So th- those are like the big wigs. You know, those are legit, very good teams that may be regularly kicking our ass. We'll have to find out. But I wanted to start with the West because it is the worst one. Um, and just kind of give you very basic, just a little bit of information, just so you get your, your beak wet, your, your bill wet. You know what I mean? Starting off with... Um, okay. I'm All right. this would move by now. Okay. One day. Okay. Do oh. you need to... Cl- don't look. Don't look. I did... Sorry, oh, listeners. my God. Sorry, listen. Well, I'm look. looking at everything. Here I we see go. it all. All right. Starting with... Northwestern. Northwestern. First of all, I a do cougar? love... Wildcat. Of course it's a wildcat. Am I right? Um, it's not Sandy Bully. Not Sandy Bully. I mean, they're she gone. The Sandra Bullock is gone out of our conference. The Wildcat Arizona Boo. Wildcat fan. I know. I know. We we legit may never play them again, which is sad. But Man, um, Nebraska is such boring countryside. <laughs> oh, we'll get to it, dude. So there's cool. a lot of that. Northwestern. Yeah. What I'm most excited about. Thirty minutes away from Chicago. I've never been. I've always wanted to go to Chicago, and now I got an excuse to get there. I love Chicago. That being said, Northwestern, not a very good football team right now. Not Uh, at all. Going to be interesting to see the two purple teams clash. Exactly. Not only that, if you want to sprinkle in a little more weirdness, there's the University of Washington. There's also the University of Wisconsin. There's two U-dubs now in the same conference. Right. The Wisconsin one, their W is like a little curved, right, in mm-hmm. red. Yeah. You get it. Now, uh, so this is Northwestern, beautiful logo there. Um, certainly no Washington State University logo. I mean, way better. But um, not a very good squad as of right now. Best players, Otto Graham, which you can see by this. He's- that dude's still playing? <laughs> yeah, he's still kicking. No, he's probably dead. Um, and they play on Ryan Field. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, once when, if I'm saying their best player, because I just kind of chose every team's quote-unquote best player of all time for football. If you're seeing a black and white photo, overall I think that means they haven't had much success in a while. Well, let me ask you this. Is Babe Ruth the best baseball player? Best Yankee? I'd assume so, yeah. So, maybe there. Maybe I'm wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Their mascot. 
is Willie the Wildcat. What do you think of that? Uh, I guess it's fine, but I have to say that's not the best costume I've ever seen. It's one of those that's been sticking around for a while, right? Like maybe a bit a bit too long. It looks cheap. Mm-hmm. There, I said it. You said it. I will that's say this. The stadium looks beautiful. Yeah. No, I got to say, I, I'd be very excited to go there and then get out of this town and go to Chicago. Um, also, I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, because I remember one uh, March Madness, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Seinfeld's own Elaine, is a big fan of Northwestern. So maybe uh, I'll see her oops. at one of the games. She was also the vice president. Of what? And president. Veep. In Veep. Oh. <laughs> Spoiler alert for Veep. Um, yeah, oh, by the way, Otto Graham uh, died in 2003, so I apologize for that. Um, next up, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, uh-huh. a.k.a., and I'm going to be, I feel like I should just shout every time, Bug Eaters. They used to be called the Bug Eaters. Okay. Way better name. Way better I name. have a buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please tell um, me if you've ever been to any of these places. or Yeah, I have, of course. Lincoln, Nebraska. It's yeah, been there. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen him, and I can't remember his name now. But he's a husker. Mm. He's a husker, and what's interesting about it is that when I first met Voss, I went, "Oh shit, you remind me of my buddy, who's the husker." Well, there you go. Why were you in Lincoln, Nebraska? Touring, you know, you know how you do. I figured. I was wondering because you you are a guy who has seemingly been in so many so many places, but usually when they come up, it's in the South. So I was wondering uh-huh. how much how much Midwest you had been to. Tons, really. The Midwest is where you want to tour when you're a smaller band because it's nothing but small towns that are starved mm. for anything for youth young culture. So sense. I mean, we would just print up CDRs and go up to Chicago and then back down and you just hit the whole Midwest. Nice. Omaha's a great spot to go to, although it's like fairly popping. But yeah, those small towns, dude, you'll sell like 20 CDRs for whatever you want to charge. Maybe uh, maybe there's some little Aaron Schroeders running around Nebraska is what you're saying? No, I'm not that kind of guy. Okay, well... Um, <laughs> Aaron wraps it up. Let's that uh let that be known. So Aaron Nebraska. doesn't let it get touched. Aaron is a man with only one person in his heart. That's right. Me. The Lord Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna do great in the Midwest, buddy. Yeah. But um so Nebraska, I gotta give him this. Some some of, if not the biggest diehard college football fans, period. It's kind of that thing you're saying where it's like, well, what else is there to do in Lincoln? But they commit to the bit. Not only that, they travel like crazy. If you are playing Nebraska, doesn't matter how bad your right. team is, doesn't matter how bad they are, or or good, or vice versa. Um, they show up in yeah. mass. I feel like there was a viral video that showed one guy that just was everywhere all the yeah. time. It's nuts. Like, it, it, every it game day was, like, their front row every game day. This dude's right there in front of the camera. 
Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So no, 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 no. Please, I want to hear all your beautiful, takes. beautiful. I like the um, Huskers. What is their mascot? It's not corn. It should be. Honestly, all these mascots should be corn. I I, I almost chose a logo that just had red corn in it because I really sure. like that. But instead, so Tommy Frazier, I would say, is their is their most notable uh, player. Uh, he's a quarterback, but this is at a time when Nebraska was known for running the ball. Huh. And run he did. Um, and Memorial Stadium is where they play. Another beautiful again. stadium. Yeah, it, well, and again, and these stadiums are way bigger than we're used to on the Pac-12, and they sell out. Like, it'll well, be like 90,000 people, and they sell out regularly. And they're all made of the seemingly same stuff. They're all this white yeah, whatever that is. They love is. white in the Midwest. Um, and uh, so Memorial Stadium, I mean, as just like Cal Berkeley. It looks massive. Oh, it, it's huge. But just like Cal Berkeley, it's called Memorial Stadium because when they were making it, you know, it was like one way you were selling it is being like, and this will be a memorial for the people that died in World War One, World War II, yeah. something like yeah. that. And much like the people of Green Bay almost – it is really impressive the community coming together, loving this team, and they bought this fucking stadium decades ago by literally going around to everyone in town and being like, can you give us even a little bit of money for a stadium? And then eventually they got enough and bought the fucking stadium. And, like, wow, that is a rare thing. Usually you're taking loans. Usually it's a big investor. Usually it's a Phil Knight kind of guy. No, they went to every goddamn person, and every person gave them a tenor. And so you, I do really I appreciate love that. it. Yeah. And they got two. They Damn. got two mascots. One is older and creepier, but they haven't put them out to pasture yet. Um, that is Little Red on the right there. Pretty creepy. And then Fireman. there's Herbie Husker, who's this uh, uh-huh. ripped white dude who... Um, yeah, wearing a hat. Timeout. Yes, you're telling me the guy in the front is the new guy. That's the I, old guy. I think the guy in the, the guy front in is the, the back new guy. is the new guy. Well, he's younger, seemingly. It's thus he is the new guy. <laughs> he was born earlier, maybe, <laughs> or he's like an old man wearing a backwards hat. It's really They're hard Benjamin to tell. buttoning it. Well, I mean, he looks like big boy. The, bottom line is this. Mm-hmm. Fantastic duo. I can't wait to get to love them. Yeah, I agree. Um, also, Matt One Rule in. is their new new head coach, and he is really known for building programs up. Failed in the NFL, but did a great job at Baylor. So we'll see what happens there. Up next, Hell, the University Baylor's of amazing team. Yeah, Ooh, the University of Wisconsin. That's an animal you don't want to fork with. My God, that guy's bad to the bone. Badger. Um, University of Wisconsin, we've had some good history with this team. I mean, um, uh, as of late, certainly, in basketball, I mean, the last Rose Bowl probably will ever win, (laughs) realistically, or, you know, the true Rose Bowl, was Justin Herbert beating the University of Wisconsin in dramatic fashion. So I certainly have some good memories with this team. Um, that being said, <laughs> this is not – now wow. I took some creative liberty here. Russell but Wilson also, is not their most famous player, but he's up there 
He only played there for like a season, I believe. But I had to put him up there because Seahawks. We love the Seahawks. Yeah, but we hate Russell Wilson because we love the Seahawks. That is true. That is true. Which, by the way, I I, <laughs> I should. I mean, we don't got time. Uh, I'll get into this. We next, don't got time. Next episode, we don't got time for it. Camp by the Randall way, looks boring. Play. Yeah, a little bit more. Again, tons of people there. Oh, um, it's packed. Yeah, Camp Randall. I'm sure it's some kind of military thing. I don't Dude, know. Dude, we're screwed. Um, but look at this beautiful badger. Truly a really good mascot. I do love, love it. it. I do. It's love a it. little bit classy, a little bit rough and tumble. And you know, this badger shares the same name, and this ended up being crucially important, as our star running back, Bucky Irving. And if it weren't for this badger being called Bucky, it's possible Bucky Irving wouldn't be on our team because he played for the Minnesota, right? And Minnesota was like, no, you can't use your nickname Bucky because it's the name of our rival's mascot. And he's like, sure. my name is Bucky. And they were like, nope, not here it isn't. So he transfers to fucking Oregon and we call him Bucky now. And we're not going to make him change it because of it, you know. And he's a great running back, so I'm very, very happy it worked out that way. Um, I like Wisconsin overall, and I do think it's funny that they have the same initials as Washington because it's going to piss them off. We are you ever been get to? Screwed. You ever been to Madison, Wisconsin? Yeah, dude. Oh my god, I love Madison. It's got like the town like wraps around these lakes. I remember, and the place where I was playing a show. I like walked two blocks and then all of a sudden, bam, there's the capital. And I went, oh, Madison is the capital, I guess, of Wisconsin. (laughs) (laughs) I love, yeah, Madison's dope. Great bookstore, great record store. The whole little, there was this whole little area in like the downtown space that just seemed really badass and fun. There you go. Kind of empty, but fun and nice. Oh my God. Minnesota, this. Minnesota. <sighs> this beautiful God, creature. You weren't this... joking. This is like every square college you've ever heard of that are like, ah, just throw a red on it. Yeah. Make the make it a that. cartoon character. There's a lot of that. <laughs> this is uh Goldie the Gopher, by the way. Not um, menacing at all. <laughs> we've 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 played Minnesota a couple of times. Um Bruce Smith, their most famous Ooh. player, I would say. Again, oldest old picture there. So their stadium is awesome. Mm-hmm. TCF Bank, bad name, but good stadium. Also, dude, I mean, I what would is TCF, love... and why oh, is that the bank for it? The name is but, um... the name is TCF Bank. So I don't know what the fuck. Um, but it's mini. Uh, it's in Minneapolis, another city I've always wanted to go to, home of uh, Prince. Heard... Home of Prince. So I am excited to go to a Minnesota game. PJ Fleck is their coach. Almost coached, I mean, according to rumor and such, we we almost got PJ Fleck. I believe it was instead of Willie Taggart. It was either Willie Taggart hmm. or PJ Fleck, if I remember correctly. Uh all things considered where we're at right now, I'm I'm glad I guess we went the Willie Taggart route, but whatever. Um and this beautiful, beautiful little go- gopher. I ho- I always want to say Golfer, like an L this in there. dude. I don't know why. I 
I don't know why. I'm sorry. I can't wait for the duck to punch this dude's lights out. <laughs> so far, our mascot's better, right? I mean, obviously we're biased, but. Uh, well, no, the badger's bad to the bone. Yeah, that badger is cute as fuck. And man. then you've got a team. You've got a tag team on that other, on the Huskers. It's, I mean, we're th- top three at best. Mm-hmm. But let's continue. We might be dropping down to top five. Let's see. This We're guy, top three at best, fucking bottom seventeen Hawkeyes. for sure. Oh, Hawkeyes. yeah. Now this team Jeez. is coached by Kirk, coached by Kirk Ferentz, who is a good coach. He's been he's he's won he's got nineteen winning seasons for the Hawkeyes. I believe he's one of the most tenured, if not the most tenured, like. Uh, power five coach like he's been there forever they believe in him so much the w- one big fault against him is the nepo hire of his son to run the offense because their offense fucking sucks when they win games it's like 14 to 3 10 to 7 21 to 0 will be a big blowout for them and it's good because you're like well the defense is doing great we're winning because of them but you're like why can't if we had an offense, we could maybe win the actual Big Ten. Which and is the Sun was brought in to fix that, or is the cause of that? I would say is the cause. Like, he was okay. brought in to fix it, you know. And like, didn't. In theory, but has not fixed it and has been there forever when, if it wasn't his son, he would have been fired. And he's also, like, constantly being like, no, I'm not. Don't talk about him. I'm not going to fire him. So, mm-hmm. good for us because I want to beat the Hawkeyes. Fuck them. Yep. They do have a very fun tradition. Or I shouldn't say fun, but I should say a touching tradition that right next to their stadium, the Kinnick Stadium, is actually a children's hospital. I believe it's that big round building you see on the right there. I believe. I should know this. Oh, I thought that was part of the stands. You you would think so. The, The children's hospital is so close to the stadium that the children and other people from the hospital can watch the game for free. Like, you just, it's right there. You can watch it. And every game, every home game, they have a tradition of literally all the fans turn around and they wave to the children's hospital. You're going to make so, me cry. I know, I know it is. Beautiful. It is a little bit much. Uh, it is a wonderful tradition. And, it, and you get stuff like this with Big Ten when it's just people caring. You know what I mean? Oh my um, god! So I I do like that. They are gonna bit. hate our smug. <laughs> yeah, they're like, gonna hate us. Polite There's... but not nice asses as we go over there and just like be rude and ask for almond milk with I think... everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're specifically gonna hate the Quack Twelve podcast, which I'm very excited for. But no, um... they're gonna love us, baby. <laughs> We're talking. I mean, the deeper we, the deeper we get into this, the more we're talking about my people. These are my people. I mean, I never thought of you as a Midwest guy, but I mean, salt of the earth. Tell the truth. Be polite. Be (laughs) honest. You know, cut to the quick. Get it done. Farms got to get. Farms got to get grown. You're talking about farm folk. Fucking a! I love them. This is in Iowa City. Not exactly stoked to go to a lot. Some of these cities, quite a few of these cities, I'm like, how can I get out of here? Or like, if I do see a game here, I'm staying two days and I'm getting the fuck out. Then I'm going home. Yeah, like, Iowa I, City's one of them. You ever been there? I don't know. 
No, it sounds like it's near somewhere that I have been. Like, isn't Iowa City actually just a suburb of something real? Probably. I don't. Des Moines. I don't know. Um, I don't know about these places. I've never been to this part of the country. Um, yeah. but I do know Herky You'd the Hawk surprised. is there. Uh, he's pretty cool. I like his it mouth. Looks a like lot. he should be for the Steelers. Yeah, he really does. A lot of these take after NFL teams almost, you know, because they, they're old school. Or I should, should say the NFL teams in a lot of places take after the college teams in the area. Um, after that, well, we got Illinois. We got the Fighting Illini. Uh, I should have changed this yellow to a school color, but I forgot. So, sue me. Uh. Iowa City is near is right down the road from Cedar Rapids, which I've totally been to, which is a very cool has a really or it had a really young arts community that they were really trying to do some DIY shit. It's pretty badass. Anyway, I'll continue. Well, there you go. Now, uh, fighting Illinois. What can I say? The Illinois. Sorry. Uh, more of a basketball school. Not very good at football. Straight up, just not has. I'm sure they've had some history of being good. I don't know it. I do want to dive deeper into a lot of our history with these different schools. But, uh, yeah, no, Illinois. It uh, seems like, A, I don't like that they've got the color scheme that we do. What, really looks like we're white? And yellow. The yellow is not part of it. Sorry, the yellow is not part oh, of it. I should have changed that. Yeah. I see. Okay, never mind. It's, it's very like, oh, boring. Sorry, I said orange and blue is their actual colors. Oh, orange and blue. Weird. Okay. Well, uh, that logo's boring. Dick Butkus, Dick baby. Dick Butkus, the all-time greatest name in football, maybe period, honestly. Dick One Butkus. of the most intense coaches as well. Wow, yeah. what a character Great this commentator. guy was. Yeah, so I mean, even the photo is wonderful. Memorial honestly. Stadium looks small, but it's. I guess we're very far away from it. You remember when Conan, again, Memorial Stadium, another kind of deal. I remember yeah. when Conan O'Brien had that bit where it was like Frankenstein wastes two minutes of our time. Maybe. Wow. Well, Dick Buckus looks exactly like Frankenstein in that sketch is the only uh, reason I bring it up. Frankenstein. Um, he just looks like an old school all-American dude. Oh, yeah. That head. You don't cut. get a square head like that without being. Yeah. Without it being flattened by having yeah. like spearhead tackles, you know it's the I mean? man that like served in the army, mm -hmm. worked at the steel yard. You know what I mean? Like he is, yeah, yeah. He just built like a a, a worker. <laughs> Absolutely, call it. Absolutely. This would be the part where I click to show the mascot. However. They, they straight up don't one. have a mascot because in 2007, they discontinued their mascot, Good. which was Chief Illinois. Ooh. Which is, basically, it was just like a Native American. I'm sure there was a Chief Illinois. We'll get into it, I suppose. It's kind of like the Utah Ute situation where they are named after an, an actual tribe, but instead of finding ways to make it less, you know, problematic illinois was just like okay we're we don't have a mascot anymore we're just the illinois. and we're just illinois yeah and they did that in 2007 in 2007 they had they had the mascot up till 2007 so, bravo 
Way yeah, to they did it. way to be just five years ahead of the curve. <laughs> but still, that's still all that matters. Still behind the curve at the same time. Uh, here we go. Final one we'll be covering today. Purdue, which is one of the only games, period, I think the only game my girlfriend has ever gone to to see the Oregon football team play. Oh, wow. Oregon played Purdue. My girlfriend was at it. I fucking love their logo and their mascot. This it's a steam train, engine. It's a well. They're called the Boilermakers. And oh I do wow! Believe it's because they were making these parts for the train. You know, I guess you'd call it the boiler. I have no idea. I'm sure Big Ten people start shouting at us about it. Um, yeah, I just love you know taking the thing that you are uniquely famous for. That is not problematic. That it's like a historical thing. It's unique. There's no other boilermaker out there. It's a drink too. Back in my yeah. drinking days, I loved having a boilermaker. Which a is rainier. just whiskey and coke, right? Yeah. No. No. Uh, whiskey and a beer. Ah. A a cheap light beer. Usually, you would actually like take a sip off the can, put the whiskey straight into the beer. No and thanks. Drink it. Yeah, that's what it is. It's it's a man's man drink. Absolutely. <laughs> the Boilermaker. Um, I, I love him. Uh, Drew Brees is their most famous football player. The one and only Drew Brees. No, he's an interesting him. character. Yeah. I like Ross I Ross mean, A Stadium. Yeah. They actually named this after Ross from Friends. Hmm. Not true, but Maybe. Um, Ross Aid Stadium, I don't really got the best picture there, but uh, they they are a fun school. They are a fun team. And how can wow. you not like this creepy, woody-looking guy? Uh, this is, of course, um, Purdue Pete. I'm looking it up. There's Purdue Pete. Not only that, but one thing I really love is their other mascot. It's just called Boilermaker Special, and it's just a big train. It's just an actual... Yeah. First part of a train. All right. Boilermakers assemble, install, maintain, and repair boilers. <laughs> there you go. So the thing that makes the steam engine steam, basically. Absolutely. Dope. Now, now uh, in train future folk. episode, in the next episode, I would like to talk about the East division which is the much awesome. harder much harder division and then after that eventually too i would like to talk to about our personal histories with each school and a little I'm bit here. more i'm you here know? for it it may take a little while but i mean we got plenty to talk about but that is we in sure fact do. aaron the scouting report for the new bottom 11 um yeah i mean again it's an exciting it's a sad time, but we're here, Aaron. We're here. Yep. How do you feel? This is so much information you just got. I mean, I'm 100% for it. I'm ready to get this next season over with because who cares? If anything, it's only going to show our hand to our future opponents. And I say, let's just skip it. I say as a team, let's just say now nah, we're good. We're going to use the remainder of our year to just practice, develop skills, so on and so forth. Meanwhile, my heart's broken and it'll never be the same. And uh, a little part of me died. 
Once again, quacktrollpodcast.com, Quacktroll Patreon, Apple Podcast, five stars. We'll see y'all next week, folks. Quack, quack. Bye. Quack, quack, go big. Ten. Blah.